Welcome back to another episode of Caps Off. Today we got a special, special guest. Now, I don't know how we landed him. We made it. We made it, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, we officially have Sam Munson, PFF's lead NFL analyst, live from Indianapolis at the Combine with us to talk some draft stuff. And some other absolute nonsense that I'm very excited Bro, to get you, into. You know, I'm fucking antsy because yeah. my dynasty Yo, team is hanging this is on. Big for us. <laughs> right now, everything Sam says, I'm gonna apply to my dynasty team going forward. So. All right, well, welcome, Sam. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. Nonsense is my specialty, so we're gonna do well. <laughs> I love it. Same with us. We we really are the we have we're a PhD amazing in it. At, yeah, we're amazing at nonsense. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're gonna get into a couple player comps. Um, some big names in the draft this year. Talk about some off-season rumors um, and some, you know, jumps that we might expect from teams uh, coming into next season, and just see where the see where the conversation goes. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. I know we're all looking forward to so it. So, Sam, there. give us a little background right now on Indy. What's going on there? Uh, obviously, with the combine. Yeah, this is the uh, the start of the week here. So I'm on uh, radio row or media, the, the kind of media room where we just have a giant. Um, Paul right now with all these tables set up for all the, the media guys just this side there's a curtain and the far side of that is where the NFL coaches and GMs and those kinds of things are doing their press conferences right now you'll see all kinds of those videos at social media of uh, everybody crowded around these podiums and this is kind of the start of the week is the the press conference couple of days where these guys talk for a little bit before any of the players kind of really arrive and get into all that kind of stuff which comes later in the week that's awesome. Ooh, that is awesome. Wait, before we get into it, Sam, we were talking off air. Where's your allegiance lie in terms of teams? We got to know where the bias is coming from who's before we go into it. Who's your, who's your NFL team? Well, so the important thing is I'm not doing any of the grading right now. So what I'm about to say doesn't perjure the PFF grade <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Um, I'm, I'm a Vikings fan. I lived Ooh. for a year in Minnesota when I was a kid. My dad is a surgeon and we moved around a lot. So from the age of like seven onwards, I've been a Vikings fan. That's I'm sorry, awesome. man. That's tough. Yeah, that's that's gotta be. A I, I've, got a, I've got <laughs> a bunch that's, of buddies. That's the right response. I've got a bunch of buddies who are Minnesota fans. Minnesota Vikings have definitely found a soft spot in my heart. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm a Giants I... fan, so I was very happy to beat y'all in the playoffs this year. Y'all, um, but uh, Jack mm -hmm. is. You spent a week rubbed, in Florida. You saying y'all now? Rubbed off on me. I'm <laughs> very <laughs> excited to beat you guys in the playoffs, but you know, um, I do like Minnesota. Yeah. Let's get into it. Should we get into the? Let's get into Let's it. Get into Let's some, get into some uh, NFL uh, player comps that Let's we got. It. Like we said, we got the combine this week, so we're going to go through some college players. I'm going to yep. give you a player. You're going to just tell me who you think their NFL player comp is and maybe what you expect from them in the league. Um, <laughs> we'll, start, we'll start at the top. Let's start with Bryce Young. Who's yeah, your I NFL like this player? one. I'm, I'm stealing it because uh, my buddy Nate Tice from The Athletic came up with this one. He's got he's such a fascinating role of, or run of like player comps because everybody – comps a draft guy to a Hall of Famer, right? This is the next Reggie White. This is the next Randy Moss, whoever. Yeah. And Nate Tice always has these comps that are like middle-of-the-road players, and everybody takes it as a giant insult. But realistically, the guy ends up being a middle-of-the-road NFL player. It was yeah. probably a pretty good draft pick. Yeah. So Nate Tice thinks that Bryce Young reminds him the most of Doug Flutie. Ooh. Old Boston College Doug Flutie, who was okay. probably the last guy in the NFL playing at that size. And, you know, his, his numbers, Bryce Young's measurables are still to come this week. But I think realistically we're talking about a guy that's 5'10", 180 pounds, which is not quite unprecedented small in the NFL, but it takes you back to, like, Doug Flutie's time of size 
Um, but if you watch like old Doug Flutie, Boston College tape, that guy is running around like a magician. He's making incredible plays. He's got the talent to play. Teams just looked at him and said, no, that's not going to fly. you got to go to the CFL. You've got to prove it somewhere else. <laughs> and then eventually kind of worked his way back and, and always played pretty well in the NFL while giving it a chance. That's a good one. I mean, throwing out Doug Flutie like that is, is, a, is a big name. But now I'm kind of curious, if Bryce Young was 6'2", who would then be his player comp? That's a great question. Like, if he was, if he was bigger, I mean, if the size was on his, uh, on six, his two, side. 6'2", 210. Yeah, like, first of all, if he was 6'2", 210, 215, I think we would, there would be no conversation about who was going number one. He would be the For clear sure. guy. He would be seen as a great quarterback prospect. He'd be right up there with the best we've seen come into the league for the past several seasons. His tape is that good. And if that was his size, I think we would be talking about this guy a lot like you talk about Patrick Mahomes. Oh my like, God. obviously, <laughs> comping anybody to Patrick Mahomes is... It's like it's unreasonable, right? It's unfair. Yeah. He's the best quarterback in the league right now. But stylistically, he does a lot of the same things. Kind of organized chaos, the ability to maneuver around the pocket and still find somewhere to go with the ball. He does have some stylistic similarities to, to Mahomes. Ooh, so the, I mean. the, the comparison, I'm trying to find who said it yesterday. Someone said Pat. Uh, yeah, so there was, was a... There was uh, a, it wasn't Mel Kuyper. It was uh, Todd McShay. Todd McShay. Well, yeah. th- his comp was Patrick Mahomes for Bryce Young. Well, Todd McShay's throwing out some nonsense right now. The Bryce Young <laughs> over Justin Fields. He's talking about him being Patrick Mahomes. No one is Patrick Mahomes. Well, we if, talk- if that's his comp is Patrick Mahomes, obviously you take him over Justin Fields, well, though. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> I like Justin Fields, though. but Size is like- not on his side. We might as well move on, right? Oh, yeah, next, well. guy, next, All guy. Right, next guy. The next guy, uh, the next player comp we want from you is the C.J. Stroud. Yeah, and this one, I don't think people are going to like this one because, you know, not everybody loves this guy. But C.J. Stroud reminds me a lot of Jared Goff. Ooh, you know, I like long, Jared Goff. Long, thin quarterback <laughs> who's just good. Like, maybe he doesn't have great in his range of outcomes, but he's a good, capable, starting NFL quarterback. That's who he reminds me of. Like you build a team around him, good pieces, good weapons. Like you could, you could win a few playoff games. Well, yeah, I like absolutely. Jared Goff also. Yeah, I Jared love Goff Jared had Goff. a good year. Hey, Dude, we, that's I was saying Jared Goff yeah. had a top ten season last year for all quarterbacks, and they laughed in my face. I think he's great. Well, right, great, 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 great guy. He's, he's a good guy. guy. He's, sure a good he's a good guy. guy. So we, Sam, walked, we walked past him. Sam, Super let me Bowl. ask good you guy. then. So we just rattled off probably the top two quarterbacks, and I know that's changing a lot, and that's probably going to change even more in the months going or in the month going forward. But consensus right now, or maybe not consensus, but top two for the past few months have been Bryce Young and, and CJ. Stroud to you which one is the better quarterback oh I think Bryce Young is way better I think he's a much superior prospect like the only concern with Bryce Young is his size Mm -hmm. and how much you should be scared of the fact that he's 5'10 180 pounds if you can get past that I think his his tape is by far and away the best of any quarterback in this draft but that size thing is going to scare a lot of NFL teams like and it's funny when you come to Radio Row or whatever and you see some of these old you know, former NFL quarterbacks walking around, it does start to sort of put into perspective how big most of those guys are, right? When you walk past Ryan Leaf or Carson Palmer, um, and these guys are 6'5", 250 pounds, they're huge. Like, these guys are massive human beings. And then you stand next to a Bryce Young, which I haven't done, but, like, he's my size, right? He's 5'10", 180. It's a different world. So there are going to be teams that look at him and then look at, like, a Will Levis next to him and go... No, we, we just can't take that risk. Like it's yeah. 
it might work, Whoa. but I don't want to gamble. Right. Um, but if you can get past it, if you're a team that goes, look, he's been playing in the SEC, he's been getting it done at this size, I don't care. He's shown that he can make that work. If, you, if you're okay with that, his tape is so much better than the rest of them. Well, right. quickly, quickly, Sam, Alabama's had some great quarterbacks coming out um, really out of Tuscaloosa in the last five years. Would you say Bryce Young's the best quarterback coming out of Alabama in those last five years, or would you kind of put him below a Tua, below a Jalen Hurts? No, I think he's I think he's the best of the three. I think he's God better damn. than Tua, better than Mac Jones, and I think he was better than Jalen Hurts when he was at Alabama. I think he's the best prospect that Alabama has sent to the NFL in the last, you know, several years. And he played that with, says a lot. And we that talked about this yesterday, but he played with less, less talent, talent than guys like Tua played with, yeah. uh, even mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts. So. Wow, totally. And he did Old. have Devonta Smith, I think. So, but, yeah. uh, so Matan, you have Anthony Richardson last, but let's go with them next. Let's, just to let's stay on do the that. All right, who's the player? Who's the NFL comp for Anthony Richardson? Richardson is a wild one because I don't know that he has an NFL comp. I've seen uh, Mike Renner, our, our draft guy, has compared him to Josh Allen, and you can kind of see why just in terms of giant physical size, the huge arm, the athleticism. Like, that makes some sense. But that, I think, kind of undersells what Richardson can do running the football. I, I don't know that there is a comp. Like, the most crazy one I saw recently was somebody saying that he was like a a combination of Cam Newton and Justin Fields, right? <laughs> Cam Newton's speed, and that's Anthony Richardson. That, that feels like it's going a little far, but like that's the that kind is of world. That's, yeah, that's wild. My favorite part about player comps yeah. is you just throw out a wild name and you just hope that that's their ceiling, which I totally understand <laughs> that's how it works. But like Anthony Richardson is far more of a, of a project than Cam Newton ever was, would you say? He also, I mean, he, he wasn't as good in college as Cam Newton yeah, was. Like yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Newton part of it. Is Cam Newton was this Insane. super freak in college who literally dragged a team to a national title that yeah. wouldn't have been anywhere near that without him. Anthony Richardson was good, but he didn't do that. Yeah, so, I was going to say, like, him and Will Levis are both two players, I feel like, that have all these physical tools and gifts, and, you know, people are looking at that, and that's the reason why they're such a highly touted prospect. But, like... What, what does a lack of college performance with those two guys, like how much do you weigh that in in the draft process? Because for me, I think that says a lot. If you can't carry a team like you said, like a Cam Newton did, how can you trust these guys to carry your team when you have a high draft pick, your team's probably not as good around you like to carry that team forward? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. I think they're slightly different for those two quarterbacks. I, I think there's a bigger criticism for Richardson in those terms where you can say, all right, you were on Florida. They had quite a lot of talent. You didn't manage to take them anywhere special. When you look at Levis, like he had nothing around him this year. His supporting cast was by far the worst of any of these guys. There were so many plays where he would put the ball in the air and his receivers would just like watch it sail into the hands of a defensive back. And they're like, come on, you know, give the guy some help here. He's trying to do all this on his own against a Georgia defense. It's just destroying everything. And you guys are not even trying to help him out. Like, Levis, I think, really didn't have the help around him. Um, and, you know, he's in the SEC as well. Like, he's got this under-staffed uh, supporting system with receivers and offensive line. He's going up against the best teams in the nation in the SEC. He's the guy, I think, that has the, the, the most valid excuse of, like, there was, a, there was a realistic ceiling here, and he probably got close to it. Mm. Nice. All right, next player. Uh, let's do a wide receiver. Our audience loves wide receivers. So I love wide receivers. Who's the player comp to Jackson Smith and Jigba? 
So this was, is one I really yeah. can't come up with a good one. I, I found him a really strange player to evaluate. His movement style is kind of weird. His route running is strange. He like rolls into these breaks and then accelerates really, really quickly. I couldn't come up with a good stylistic comp for him. Um, but I do think that he might be more than just this slot receiver, which he'll be mm. talked about. He spent 90% of his snaps in the slot in college. Um, he was the reason that Garrett Wilson got moved outside from being in the slot in that Ohio State offense. But I think he has the skill set to move outside at the next level. His releases off the line are really clean. He's got good footwork. He's got enough speed. You, you see plays where he stacks a DB and, and doesn't get closed down. So I don't, I haven't come up with a good name for him, but I think he's a fascinating player and maybe capable of being more in the NFL than he was in college. Yeah, I mean, people forget that with Olave and Garrett Wilson, Smith and Jigba had the best year out of those three two seasons ago. Oh, oh, yeah, hi. and it, it, it's not... It, Go ahead. Like, it's a good point. It, it's definitely notable, but it's not quite as clean as that because he had that slot mm. role and it's mm. sort of you know, where the defense just opens up the space and he got a ton of the, the production. But you're right, it, it's a notable point. It's also worth noting that, like, both Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave have talked him up as the best guy of the, the group. You know, they are not like now when obviously they would. You know, it's draft time. Why wouldn't they say good things about the teammate? But, like, 2020, you know, 2021, rather, they, those guys were talking him up before he'd even broken out, before he'd had that big role as like this guy's incredible he does everything well like that's the reason that Garrett Wilson is moving outside so we can get Smith and Jigba doing what he can do so it's definitely there's a lot of buzz around this guy despite you know the concerns that a lot of people have Sam you just talked about Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson obviously they had Jackson Smith and Jigba but who would you say is wide receiver you then in college because you have Alabama putting putting talent out there they've been doing it for years you have LSU you have Ole Miss putting out guys now um, who would you say is wide receiver you? Yeah, it's crazy. Like there have been some insane runs of talent at wide receiver at a bunch of these different colleges. Um, just because they're still going, I'm kind of giving it to Ohio State right now. Marvin yeah. Harrison Jr. next year might be the best of all of them. I've yeah. had so three of these guys that we expect to go in the first round in the last couple of years. And Marvin Harrison Jr. might be the best of the entire group and end up going in the top five and looking like a superstar. So their production line's still going. I'm going with that. Good take. I like that. I like that. All right. Let's move to a running back. Who is the NFL player comp for Bijan Robinson? So he reminded me of Christian McCaffrey. And the thing is, McCaffrey was a good athlete. Um, with the exception of his three cone, which is like off the charts good, like insane. Uh, everything else was pretty good, like a decent 40, a decent broad jump, a decent vertical, but it wasn't great. Bijan reminds me of like, okay, let's take Christian McCaffrey and make him a really good athlete. Now what do you get? That to me is Bijan. That's why I think you're talking about like a generational running back prospect, a guy that might be the best running back PFF to see come into the draft, which we started grading college in 2014. So I wow. think he's probably the best running back we've ever seen hit so the that, NFL over that period. And we might be going back as far as like Adrian Peterson in 2007. Wait, wait. So how much better is he? Because every few years, there's a guy like this. There's a running back like this that everyone's Ze- talking about. Like Saquon, Zeke, Saquon, Saquon was that. Yeah. Zeke was McCaffrey. that before that. How much better is he than a, a Zeke coming out of Ohio State or a Saquon coming out of Penn State? 
I think Zeke is is up there, but I think he is a more complete player than Saquon was coming out. Saquon, everybody loved yeah. his insane ability, his, pass his agility, his tackle breaking. But, but there were concerns about like he wants to bounce everything outside. Yeah, right? it was kind of like throwbacks to Reggie Bush. Uh, does that work in the NFL? Like, is he going to give up too much yardage trying to make a big home run and hit on the outside? Um, and I think people were fairly concerned about that as, as how that would go. There's no concerns about how Bijan Robinson plays. Like, he's good at everything. He's a great receiver. He always hits the right hole. He maximizes the yardage that's there when he does hit the hole. He's just such a polished and complete player. And I think he has a little bit more athleticism to his game than Zeke, which is why what would separate him as the, like the top of that prospect tree. So you're saying Bijan? Hold on, the next Adrian Peterson. Yeah, so we you're, got the soundbite. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. So you're saying pretty, you're saying pretty much Bijan Robinson is arguably the best running back prospect PFF has seen since 2014. When they started. When they start. When you guys started grading I think running he backs. Is yeah, I, I think he is the best running back prospect we've seen coming to the draft since 2014. He might be the best prospect to come along since Adrian Peterson. That's oh, insane. God. Uh, well, that makes me so excited. Which, and you which, know where Adrian Peterson is from, right? Texas. <laughs> well, <laughs> which, which then kind of concerns me over, like, the next question that I guess I would have is, I mean, do the Philadelphia Eagles draft B. John Robinson at 10 with Miles Sanders being a free agent? Yeah, it, it's such a fascinating conversation, right? Because PFF, analytics generally, we've been kind of at yeah. the forefront of this. Don't commit big resources to running backs. Right. Don't pay them the second contract in free agency. Don't draft them at the top of the draft. Like running the quote unquote running backs don't matter. Like that was always silly. That was always taking it too far. But I, there is a conversation of like, how much is too much resources to put towards a running back? I think drafting one in the first round is fine. Um, when you look at the contracts that those guys get for the rookie deals, you can go quite high up in the draft before it starts to become an expensive deal. And I think you're talking about that kind of borderline top 10 range. I think that's fine from a contract standpoint, but then you get into what's the opportunity cost, right? If we take mm. this guy at 10, what did we leave on the table? Right. And for Philadelphia, they're obviously in a good spot roster wise. They just want to, they just got to the Super Bowl, um, but they are losing some pieces. They mm. could stand to add a body on the defensive line, replace Javon Hargrave. If they don't bring him back, they're going to need a cornerback probably if they let, um, James Bradbury hit free agency. These are players where they could probably take the top guy on the board at what is a more valuable, more impactful position than running back. So if you're just looking at it in value terms of if he becomes great and we're paying him this contract, is it worth it? Sure. But I think you have to look at what you would be leaving on the table. And for Philadelphia, I would say it's probably not worth going in that direction if you have a more valuable position still on the board. Well, I feel like what makes the most sense for the Eagles at that point, because they need a running back, and you're saying he's arguably, if not the best prospect that you guys have seen since AP, would be to package 10 really for and, and to be able to move back. Because now that you have 10 and 30 or 31 or whatever it might be, because you have the Saints pick, essentially you have a lot of flexibility. So Bijan is very much in the reins um, of opportunity for the Eagles, I guess, I, would, I guess you would say. Yeah, I mean, if they were able to move back, you know, five draft spots, trade with somebody, move back five spots and have, you know, that first round pick and maybe something extra as well and be able to, or, you know, free agency can change a lot, right? There's going to be players available in free agency and maybe some of these holes that are holes right now are not going to be 
glaring weaknesses on the roster by the time they roll into the draft. Nice. That, that changes the story as well. So I think they're definitely in a position where they're going to have some options. And I'd say he's a live option for them, but I, I probably wouldn't draft him a 10 given what else they have uh, in need right now. What's the farthest you think he makes? He makes it to in the draft. Like, what's the, the most he can fall? Yeah, how far? How far will he fall if he falls? Who Bijan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the farthest he'll fall? I think he's definitely going in the first round. I think the furthest he's going to fall is probably those mid twenties picks, or the few right. teams, Baltimore, Dallas, that pick in that kind of range that I doubt Dallas. are going to let him get past I told them. You we got a we got a Cowboys Felipe, fan. So he's a huge Cowboys fan. So look, it would make sense from Texas to Dallas. It was, it's it's all it's all good. It's all good. The stars are aligning. <laughs> is he from Asia. Is he from Texas? Nah, he's from Arizona, I believe. So then it doesn't matter. Ah, doesn't or New Mexico, I think. Yeah, yeah right. something like that. Uh, Sam, I, we know you're very in tune with you know things going on in the off season and things that just you know moves that might be made. So so I'm curious, what is the most ridiculous off season rumor that you've heard this year? Whether it's on Twitter, whether it's just, you know, on TV, on anywhere, people about. saying it to you, whatever it might be. And just to clarify, I saw we were, we were looking on Twitter and we saw what Steffi uh, tweeted and you were talking about Geno Smith from last year. That was the most ridiculous offseason rumor. So kind of curious, what's the most ridiculous offseason rumor for this year that could actually come true? Oh, that's the funny thing is like no matter what you think it is, what, what actually happens is probably going to end up being more ridiculous. Like <laughs> the idea that Geno Smith would be a top 10 quarterback last year at this time a year ago Oof. would have seemed completely ridiculous. Like mm -hmm. we actually, we took bets on our podcast with listeners of like, you know, you guys, we've been saying the same thing all off season, right? Nothing's changing. We're sort of saying our narratives, you guys send us in a message. If you think we're full of it, let's put a bet on, we'll give you a free year of PFF plus Ooh. if we're wrong. Wow. And we had a couple of guys say, you know, the Seahawks, Geno Smith's going to be good. We're like, that's ridiculous. Absolutely. Take that bet. And that was the thing that made us look like dumber than anything else this year. Um, so whatever you think it is, reality is going to be more insane. But I think this idea of, you know, Anthony Richardson going number one overall, which is getting more and more popular now, like that's, that's kind of crazy to me. That's I, nuts. I, in a way I get it because of the tools and, you know, the fact that there are going to be teams that are scared of Bryce Young, but if you put Bryce Young's tape and then Anthony Richardson's tape back to back, like one of these guys is going number one overall, which one is it? Ooh. There's no way you can come up with Anthony Richardson. Not a chance. Wow. I, I've never understood the number one overall hype, like between him. Well, and because here's the thing, right? It's like you said, the tools, <laughs> the, the, You're an Anthony the, Richardson the physical, guy, you? special, I like, it. well, I like it, but I understand obviously why number one is, is far out there, but it's always the, if you can put, the tools, the skill set together, this is generational. And Lamar Jackson was a project. Lamar Jackson was a project, and the Ravens got at, got what they could out of him really, really quick. He was quick. a project second, who won the Heisman, second. though. Yes, yes. No, it's different levels. But he was still a project that went, what was he, 30, like late 20s or 32 even he, maybe yeah, overall he, he to, was, the, to the Ravens? He was late in the draft, yeah. So Anthony Richardson now is talking – we weren't even talking about him uh, during the season as a, as a first-round pick, and then it starts moving up, starts moving up. Now first overall, that's in the conversation. I don't think Lamar was ever in the first overall conversation. So it's interesting. I just think it's an interesting take. No, and – yeah, like in the same draft, Josh Allen is a good comp as well. Like mm -hmm. we, when Josh Allen was coming out, we called him an IKEA quarterback, right? Like all the pieces <laughs> are in the box, but somebody needs to figure out how to put it all together and create like what it, what what became of Josh Allen. And it might happen, but like that's not a. There's no instruction manual for that. You're gonna have to figure out how it works. Um, but again, like 
he didn't go number one overall, right? He went number seven. Yeah. So it's a big leap to now maybe the success of Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes and all these other guys that had questions about their game. Like maybe that makes NFL teams now more willing to, to roll that dice and take that gamble. But you're right. It's a, it's a different conversation. I think when you're talking about number one overall. Well, I think if you're the Houston Texans, the conversation about needing a quarterback after Deshaun left shouldn't necessarily be about Anthony Richardson. It's, it needs to be about Bryce Young, because at that point, you need to look at the tape versus the actual prospect. I think Anthony Richardson it, it may possess everything, but correct me if I'm wrong, has really one year under his belt in terms of like solid tape, whereas Bryce Young's been doing this for a couple of years now. So it worries me if you're the Houston Texans, not that I actually care about the Texans, but if you go out and draft Anthony Richardson one over, <laughs> you know, number one overall after you just drafted Derek Stingley over a Sauce Gardner, it's... It, it, this is this is how bad organizations stay bad organizations. Yeah, I, I think it's a tough like decision for all these teams at the top of the draft that need a quarterback because there's a lot to like about every one of these guys this year. They, in the top four quarterbacks, but there's also something to be scared about for each one of them. You know, Bryce Young, you've got basically unprecedented size. C.J. Stroud, you've got the fact that he's been bad under pressure and you know, not necessarily great at working through progressions in that offense in every game outside of the Georgia game. The Georgia game is incredible, but that it's basically one game. So that's something to be scared about for him. Levis, obviously, you've got bad season, um, you know, didn't look good this year, but lousy supporting cast. And then Richardson, just the inconsistencies across the board. So, like, there's something to scare you about every one of these teams. But if you're the Texans or the Colts or, or one of these other teams looking for a quarterback at the top of the draft, you got to make that call. You've got to figure out what's the least scary guy and, and or who, who's the guy we feel most confident about fixing their flaws and draft him. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious what teams you think are the perfect fit for Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, and Anthony Richardson. Like, best case scenario for each of those guys and for those teams, what's the best fit for each of them? So I think Bryce Young to the Texans makes the most sense. Um, also, the, the Texans' new offensive coordinator, Bobby Slowick, he's a former PFF guy, so we have to bank on his <laughs> ability yeah. to get the most out of Bryce Young. <laughs> so I, I think that makes sense. Um, Levis, I think going to Colts makes a lot of sense. Mm. When you look at the quarterbacks that Chris Ballard has or has brought into that team since he got there, they're all like Will Levis' size and shape. They're like 6'3", 6'4", 225 pounds. They all look the same. Um, so I think that's a natural fit. The Raiders, I could see going with C.J. Stroud and bringing in a guy that has the accuracy, can work through that Josh McDaniels offense. And then everybody's sending Anthony Richardson to Carolina to, to be the team. I actually, though, the team, I want one pick ahead. I want to send him to Atlanta and put him in that um, oh. Arthur Smith or Arthur Smith offense and let that absolutely cook. We saw what Marcus Mariota was able to do last mm. year, and Mariota was bad as a passer. Richardson in that offense could be really fun. That would be fun. With those weapons there, too. Oh yeah, gosh. that'd be insane. I know you have to uh, leave in a second, so we're going to have this be the last one and appreciate your time. But what's the one team that you think is going to make the jump this coming season, similar to that of the Bengals? Two years ago, the Jags this year, the Eagles this year. Like, what's that one team coming into next season that you're like, that team's going to make the playoffs and make some noise? Yeah, I've been thinking about this since since you guys sent over uh, the questions. I think Jacksonville is a team that could take another one. You know, obviously they took a big leap last year with Trevor Lawrence getting better. If they have a good offseason, like they could contend this year, not just make the playoffs, not just be one and done. Like they could legitimately make some noise. Trevor Lawrence is that good. 
They've got a lot of young players in that roster. They could move in the right direction really, really quickly. Um, and then, obviously, I think if the Jets get a quarterback, yes. they're immediately mm. in the playoffs. They could easily knock over Buffalo in that division and, and become, like, a true contender. Like, if they end up snagging Aaron Rodgers, whoo! Yeah. yeah. I mean, you forgot about Miami, but we'll ignore that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's a Dolphins fan. It's fine. It's fine. But, uh, Sam, this has been awesome. Appreciate your Unreal. time. Yeah, thank you, man. This has been amazing. And uh, I know you had uh, you, you fit it into your schedule, and you're going to be at the Combine uh, uh, that entire week. So this has been amazing. And, and thanks so much again for, Sam, for everything. you want to plug your socials for us, for the fans, to check you out wherever? Oh, man, I'm, I'm at uh, PFF underscore Sam on Twitter and then just the PFF NFL podcast wherever you, uh, wherever you get your podcast. That's awesome. Love it, man. We appreciate your time. Be that was sure great analysis. Sam. Be sure and to follow Sam. Y'all. I might have to consult with you on, on some dynasty fantasy football moves in the future. So we'll see. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, Sam. Guys. Appreciate Thanks it. Appreciate Thank it, you, Sam. Thanks. All right, well, respect. I think so. Sam, <laughs> hey, legend. Sam was a Yo, legend. He had a run. Thanks to Sam for coming on. That was unreal. He had a run, and Felipe had a pee. What do you think? Uh, yeah, Felipe had to pee. Felipe took a quick pee break. Dude, you won't even notice. So good. Why you got to yeah. expose that, man? What you mean? You got to expose his bladder. That's okay. I'm not embarrassed by it. <laughs> you got to be proud, man. Uh, yeah, what proud. do you think? What's something that? What's something that Sam just said that kind of struck you the most? Bijan Robinson's the best prospect PFF's ever seen since Adrian Peterson. Are you? crazy that's insane that's that's, that's not that hot but it's hot bro i I thought when he was like oh yeah anthony richardson could be a mix of cam newton and justin fields i was like that's fucking i'm drafting him first overall if that's the case because that is insane that's the case yeah but first of all justin fields made the college football national championship cam newton won a bcs national championship anthony richardson played on mid-ass florida teams with good talent he they didn't do shit I don't understand the Anthony Richardson hype I don't whatsoever. Either. I don't either at all. Yeah, he's he had, big he had, and he fast. Few, fucking cool. He had a like, few good games. That's the point. Because that he's big point. and fast. That's yeah. Bro, it's fucking candy, man. It's a medium rare steak he's right there. He's staring at you. He's yeah, big and fast with a big arm, but he throws a million picks. He's, yeah, not, yeah. he's, like, he's not good. Yeah, but here's, here's the thing. Josh he said, Allen threw a million picks. No, no, no. Picks. I knew this was going to come up because he brought up Josh Allen. He said an Ikea. It's like Josh Allen was an Ikea quarterback. Such a good take, by the way. Which is a great take. Anthony Richardson is an Ikea quarterback. I actually disagree, though, because Josh Allen's biggest issue was accuracy and the INTs, yes, but Anthony Richardson's far more of a project than Josh Allen was. Josh Allen was still fucking Josh, hooping. Wait, why you, you, look, you look at Josh Allen's Richardson college Because more games of, like, because stellar... He played, because he played at Florida, playing against good competition, Josh Allen was at Wyoming. Why are you, what that, what why does that you have such to a do big with Anthony Richardson guy? I'm not, so high on dude, Anthony Richardson. What I'm trying I'm to not, say, I think he's a project too, but Josh so Allen was just me, as much as a You're pro- telling no, me that project. Anthony Richardson deserves to potentially go number one overall because he had four games against better talent versus Josh Allen, who at Wyoming was still being able to hoop because he was no. against lesser talent? No, no, no. no. Well, the comparison with Josh Allen, I hate. Because, to say Josh Allen was less of a project, I disagree. I think they were both projects. I do think Bryce Young is a you're, you're, you're safe for picking Bryce promise. Young first overall. You're safe for picking CJ Stroud. But I'm just saying that if guys like Josh Allen have panned out in the past, if guys like Patrick Mahomes have panned out in the past, Patrick but, Mahomes was a project too. True. He came from an air raid quarterback system in college that but he, those guys he traditionally wasn't bad don't in work college, in the NFL. Though. He was really good in yeah. college. Really good. Now, Didn't he throw I, for like six thousand yards? Bro, now, he he broke I, a record, I think, for Big Twelve passing yards. Yeah. All, no, no, Patrick Mahomes was was Patrick ridiculous. Mahomes but is very a, good. We're throwing but, around the word project. System, but but Anthony Richardson was not good in college. Work in the NFL. Anthony Richardson wasn't 
good and well, yeah. There's he a difference. Flashes. He showed flashes, but the comparison is with so Josh. So did Drew Locke. The comparison like, is with Josh. True. Drew Locke does not compare to Anthony Richardson. The, the, th- what we're talking about is Josh Allen and, Anth- and and Anthony Richardson right now, nobody else. And all I'm saying is that Josh Allen may have had a better college career, but was playing much worse talent. Tom Brady was a project. No, nah, he wasn't. Why not? Because he's a, was, because he was a prototypical quarterback who was drafted to the Patriots. But, like that's but, not but a project. My, my like, point to that though is to say you're put into the right system with good coaching and good pieces, and you're an NFL level talent player. You might succeed. There's a high chance that you could be successful. Yes, but also but a, a first, a first so a overall with, pick is not going to go to a team like that. Size and do we say he's he's not accurate? He's not an accurate. He's not, not very accurate. Whatever Horribly size and accurate. athleticism and quarterback ability, NFL level play, quarterback ability. Like if you're put, if you're coached right and and just you fit into the system well, like you you could succeed. I think well, that's yeah. proven. That's proven. Across the board, all over the NFL for years. But, what, but I'm I saying, just, like, what are the doesn't odds matter that, if you were an incredible, like, if you were the top ten quarterback in college or not? No, like, not if, at all. But like, what are the? How often has a player like like that hit in the NFL? How often do you see these guys that are projects that hit? Mm, Zach I, Wilson was a project that was a horribly run project. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of guys I think that don't work out like that. Where I don't understand what you'd spend your top he, draft capital. When you need a guy, you pick a safe guy that like Bryce Young you know is going to be fucking good. He, here's why I do not understand Anthony Richardson at number one. I was just looking up his stats. He's not even in the top 100 of completion percentage out of all college quarterbacks from this oh. year. I, I, all I'm saying, the He's reason— 65th in passing yards, and a few good games of Heisman-like material where he did, you know, skip to my Lou, one, two, three, whatever he did, what? was impressive. <laughs> but— it, well, I got it, I got it. He did flashy shit. He did flashy shit. Yeah, yeah. flashy shit. Flash <laughs> I got shit. it. Well, yeah, he did flashy shit. But a few games like that of him doing those things does not warrant the number one overall pick. That's all I'm saying. I totally agree. Josh Allen is different because he... No, it's not. Yes, it is. Because he could have gone inside the top 10, the top 12. Because besides... No, he, he wasn't expected. He wasn't expected to. But he did. I mean, he was expected to be a first-round pick no matter what. Anthony Richardson, so there's Richardson a reason now. he was plus 10,000 odds to potentially... He was now he's like second pick. or third round pick Now he's plus 750. Ago. Daniel Jones was a fourth-round pick until he got picked 10, uh, well, there top was, 10 And by who the else Giants. was in that draft with Daniel Jones? Well, now you're bringing up other... But things. I'm just saying, there's just four fucking quarterbacks. There's three other quarterbacks in there to say that Anthony Richardson goes number one overall be, strictly because he's 6'4", 220. I, it's see, just... It's, it's why bad franchise is bad franchise. I understand taking him over like a Will Levis, though, because... Will Levis is like pretty raw as well, but Anthony Richardson is like raw and has like crazy ceiling. Yeah. But saying that there is a chance that any team that needs a quarterback, needs a draft a quarterback rebuild, is going to take an Anthony Richardson and take a flyer like that over a Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. You need, you need no to have fucking sense. Yeah, it can't be any team though. It, it, you need to have the right coach, the right pieces already See, there in exist like that exists. Yeah. What, you what can't I wouldn't. Just, like, the yeah. Texans can't just draft him. You no, know what I mean? see, like, the thing not, is, like, with Anthony Richardson, I wouldn't mind if he could go if he gets drafted to a team. Like, let's say the, the Jets get a Derek Carr for, like, a couple years, and mm-hmm. that doesn't pan out. You have Anthony Richardson sit yes. behind a Derek Carr, someone that's played for a while, and then comes in and plays well. He learns the offense. I think throwing a guy that's so raw like Anthony Richardson right out to the Wolves immediately is not a good no, idea. It worked that. for Josh Allen. It worked for Josh Allen, but it has not worked it for didn't. almost any other it, project it, quarterback. It really, it really didn't. Josh, it took Allen some, a, Josh took, Allen's rookie year was horrible. Yeah, it took three but, years for so Josh Allen. And so was Peyton Manning's. But I, like, I agree with you, but I don't think that up, we don't have the luxury anymore because we all want to compare quarterbacks to Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and these guys that took years. And then we see Joe Burrow go off. We see Justin Herbert go off yeah, early on. Set prospects. Yeah. But, uh, but 
we were talking about this yesterday. Like, theoretically, yes, but at the same time, not necessarily. Like, quarterbacks still need time to develop. So, yes. Anthony Richardson's going to go in the top 12 to a team like the Colts, a Raiders, a Texans, potentially, like a Panthers, and he's not going to have the time to sit back and, and wait. Yeah. And frankly, in today's NFL, most teams will not want to wait three years. They should, but well, they won't. I, they have so much more of, like... If we're spending this high draft capital, we need to start them immediately. Like, we don't have time for them to sit and whatnot, even though I think sitting them sometimes is probably the best option. If you totally. can get, like, one of those There's filler quarterbacks. You know, yeah. like, you don't talk about, like, a, like a Jimmy G be, like, a filler get couple-year sure. quarterback when you sure. draft a guy, like, a guy like that. Jimmy but. G's prime filler. I, I, yeah. I, I agree with you. I mean, we, we can't compare everybody to Josh Allen because Josh Allen, fair to Josh. Josh Allen was a project – uh, that worked out, but very few work out. So just say, oh, he's going to be Josh. Like, you can't do that. But we have to understand that Josh Allen was a project, he, and he ended up working out. First couple years, not great. He ended up fixing his turnovers, got Stephon Diggs, had Brian Dable, one of the best quarterback gurus in the league, and then built up to become one of the best uh, quarterbacks in the league today. Anthony, To say Anthony Richardson is going to be Josh Allen is a tall order. I'm just saying from that point where he was in college coming into the league, it's at, a similar comparison. No, because he, like, I'm Anthony actually, Richardson more was in horrible college. in college. Like, he was not good. I'm actually going to apologize. I just looked up Josh Allen's last year in college. It was, it was terrible. Wor- he had like 50, worse, had like 50 worse than Anthony Richardson. Yes. Really? Wow. From not only from a yards perspective, he completion had 1,800 yards. Too, probably. Completion percentage was a little bit better, three percentage points better. Okay. But he had a better – he was more accurate, obviously. But I, I don't know. Like he was playing Wyoming. 16 touchdowns, 16 touchdowns, six INTs. So, yes, I guess Josh Allen was picked based off of his intangibles. He was. So here, here's the only intangibles. I'm going to end the number one overall conversation right here. If Mizzou was cooking you in mm. college, you should not be taking number one overall. No, that's my alma mater. We're not very good. You agree. And we cooked Anthony Richardson <laughs> the last few years. You're that's great. all I'm saying. No, you got to go, Bri- go with Bryce Young. It, I've, yeah. Okay. You got to go with Bryce Young. Well, then yeah. Anthony Richardson is just a Madden player. Oh my if, God, he's gonna that, be so fun. That if Madden. you can get the right offensive coordinator with them and a good and some good pieces around him, a good offensive line, it's scary. Imagine, imagine him I'm in saying. San Francisco. It won't happen. But can we talk about Bijan again, though? Yeah. Can we? Because he's Do from we? Texas. Shall we? Well, went to Texas. The Philadelphia Texas, Eagles went to Texas. Yeah, it would make them dangerous. Should draft Bijan Robinson. But, I don't necessarily agree. Well, they, you don't. You don't need him. You don't I need agree. him. He's a nice him. luxury. Yeah, but you don't need him. But Miles you Sanders, need, you need, I think you need better inside linebackers. You're going to need to replace the inside interior defensive line. Like you said, if Bradbury leaves a yeah, corner. Think about how I think filthy. I think interior linebacker is like one of the top things they need right think now. Think about how filthy Bijan would be on a rookie contract in Philadelphia. Yeah, but like we saw Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell play really well. Yeah, I think that's like the with point. Them. You don't but need a Bijan. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun. But I don't think there's any point to draft him. Uh, to quote the, the late great Jack Perotti, you don't need late. it. Yeah, late. Late great? Because this was last week. Late, late, late would mean I am dead. Dead. That's, yeah. that, that's, that's what, yep. that's so what that's late means. Saying late great means they're dead. Uh, early? The early uh, great. To quote the early Just Jack. Just to quote Jack Perotti. To quote the great Jack Perotti. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, don't need it. Lie, bro. Yeah, thanks, bro. You don't need it, but if you get He's it, back. holy fuck. <laughs> I right. probably have said that. That sounds no, you like said that last week. Last week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, my biggest takeaway to piggyback off of Jack is what he is. What Sam said is the opportunity cost. That's what you're missing out on. Sure. You you can if you get some pieces in free agency and you fill up some holes that you have now then and then you don't have to address those in the draft, adding a video game piece like B. John Robinson would be crazy, but it still comes with opportunity yeah. cost. Uh, another position that could be even more valuable to you because you know at running back you can plug and play. 
You yeah. don't necessarily need that. Now, it gives you a piece that's crazy. It reminds me of the Cowboys when they should have gone with Jalen Ramsey in 2016. They went with Ezekiel Elliott because of the flash, and they thought if we have the ball more on offense, it takes off the defensive pressure. And that kind of worked. Played with a horrible defense, and obviously it didn't work out to a Super Bowl potential. The Eagles are Super Bowl potential. They just made the Super Bowl. So does Bijan take you over the hump? Maybe. Yeah, I don't think Bijan makes that much of a difference, to be completely honest. I really don't. It gives you one more playmaker. He's like, fucking awesome, but you don't need playmaker. You don't it's need just, him. No, no, no. You don't, you don't you need obviously him. Obviously, don't need him. You want him. You want him really oh, yeah. bad. But I, I think the yeah, I, I love running back of Christian adding McCaffrey. Adding a superstar running back doesn't necessarily elevate your team that much. It doesn't further. matter. Like unless unless you're fantasy. Sc- it it depends because if you're yeah. missing that. But I think <laughs> Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell could be a really really good duo. Well, that dude, did you see them in the playoffs? They looked okay, fucking awesome. But we're talking. What are you? You were going to re-sign Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell and run it yeah, back for, for a Super Bowl? Why million? not? It, it, it could work. <laughs> for like one million, and then you, you can, and then you can upgrade on pieces else? that hurt you on the playoffs. Isaiah Pacheco ran all over their, their interior back. linebackers That's, in the Super Bowl. Their their run defense was one of the worst in football this year. I think you upgrade that. That's what gets you over the hump. You not a, getting a Bijan Robinson. You have a top two running quarterback. Exactly. Also. You don't need so like, the, if you have Jalen Hurts with literally any athletic, capable running back, you're going to have a good runoff. And with that offensive line, it, you don't need Bijan. It's what we see in Baltimore. Any running back succeeds with Lamar Jackson. Well, anybody. That's fucking true. J.K. Dobbins goes down and, and Kenyon Drake comes in, who Kenyon Drake is fucking ass and hasn't done anything in years. Yeah. And then he just goes yes, out. Guys, Edwards, they, they run for 100 yards a game. Like, it's nothing because of yep. that system. system. Like, yeah, but Bijan is a but... beautiful piece. It's so fun. Well, well, I, 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 I want to, as much as I don't like Felipe, the Cowboys, I want to see him go to the Cowboys. He'd be a great addition for y'all. But I think, well, yeah, what's the Cowboys pick? Cost, it might be better to do the Cowboys have an extra first this year or no? No, we have one. And we probably, what we're going to value more than running back is, because we got burnt by running back, obviously, with Zeke in particular, yeah. is receiver. I think you guys prioritize maybe getting Jalen Ramsey. Well, DB. So then if we get Jalen Ramsey, then all of a sudden we're probably locking in receiver in the Diggs first round. Um, but yeah, receiver oh and corner. God. And then uh, and then we have some Do needs like linebacker, offensive line. Receiver priority one for the Cowboys, then corner and then offensive line. Probably. But the thing about the receiver class, which we didn't get to talk to Sam about this, is everybody's all over the place. Like Zay Flowers is the number two receiver for some people, the number 15 receiver for some people. So it's after... A couple guys After like the Johnson top three. And Smith and Jigba, it's like yeah, and and even Jordan Addison, maybe like those are the top three. After that, like the guys all all over the place. So I think the Cowboys, if they really wanted to, if they got Jalen Ramsey, let's say, could go at Bijan in the first round, and then in the second round, go get a Josh Downs or a Zay Flowers or uh, one of these guys that could be really good, but we don't we're not so sure about yet. Well, I just think going back, the, the reason I keep bringing up the Eagles is is I don't think they pick them at ten, but they have so much flexibility with that tenth pick because they that's two first round picks. Right. So you could trade back from ten and go to seventeen. That's scary. And still get them, but the contract's way better than if you picked them at ten, which is what Sam yeah. was alluding to. So I I just think like yeah. if you're the Eagles and you could pick up an extra first to move back to seventeen, now you have three Shit. first round picks. That's a that's a real I possibility. So I hope that happens. That's a, but that's my point. Well, is well, you I can hope they do trade that. back and do that because like, oh yeah, dude, fuck yeah, like we got the extra first round pick. Now we're gonna get a better salary with Bijan. And if they move back to seventeen, I hope he goes sixteen. Fuck the, the Eagles. Cowboys. Remember when the Eagles? We don't have. We have like. I mean, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah. So look, I just think Bijan. I mean, look, I also want Bijan to go to the Eagles because. I'm willing to take that gamble in fantasy and do that. Like pull oh, off the Brees Hall. I fucking do not want that. Hell no. What? 
I'm a 49ers fan. We're going to compete for the chip with them. I'm talking about year. fantasy, though. You don't want Bijan Robinson I to go to the Eagles for to fantasy to, purposes? I also don't no. think if Bijan go, going to Philly would be My team is way bigger than my fantasy outcome. team. Thank you. Great. Why the fuck do you care about your fantasy more than Dolph? Like, you're I, a bad fantasy player. Sorry. Did, did, <laughs> let, let's, you mean a bad uh, uh, team fan. fan. Bro, if you think yeah, that's crazy, you're also a terrible fan. In the last three minutes, goes to the AFC. In the last three minutes, did I ever say I care about my fantasy team more than the Dolphins? I didn't you even bring up the Dolphins. You were just criticizing me for saying I don't want him to go to the Eagles because I'm a Niners fan and I don't want the and Niners not to compete with that. And I'm saying you could care from a fantasy perspective. No, I, have not I even, don't want no, to but care. He's like, saying his priority is. I don't give a shit about that's fantasy. That's fine. So I, what about the second priority? Also, do you, do I don't like, give a fuck about fantasy. I want the Niners to win a fucking Super also, Bowl. Yeah, agreed. Okay, great. That doesn't matter do to you me care about fantasy football? Yes, I do. And I'll tell you this. Because I care about fantasy football, Bijan to the Eagles would be one of the worst places for him. Would be <laughs> why? Because they of, rush it with Jalen Hurts a lot. Yes, because of that. It would be taking so many opportunities from him. See, you could go to probably 30, 30 other teams in the league would be a better place for I don't agree for, with that. It's absolutely For true. Fantasy. I don't look agree at with any, that. Look at yeah. Look at how many of those teams are gonna have a good offensive look line at what to Justin actually run, by, took run away behind from Montgomery and Khalil Herbert. And look what look Texas at, just look, had at the look offensive at, line look at to be able to run behind them. It's the like, same thing. You still need an offensive line. The Texans. What? What did you say about the Texans? Bijan Robinson at Texas also ran behind a good offensive I heard line. The Texans also, but he's what, what does that have to do with the mobile quarterback? I'm not saying that. I'm saying you need a good offensive line in the NFL to still have success, no matter what. Bijan Robinson behind a good offensive line will have more success than the 30 other teams because yeah, they're one yes, of the best offensive lines. But I'm lines. saying he's, he's going to split Hella Carey with Jalen Hurts. Yes, that's his point. And You're I'm, right, but also he yeah. has a, a, another weapon that's taking away from him, yes. which is Jalen Hurts. Especially running the football I think Jalen, from yes. a sustainability standpoint, should run less. Philosophically, they don't matter what now, you now think. It matters what the yeah, coaches yeah, yeah. think. There. Yeah, exactly. They I mean, want him to just, run. That's a whole. I, I, <laughs> just from a health perspective, we see it. We see it happening. Alex hates fucking, running quarterbacks. I bro. love running quarterbacks. I want one. I want Lamar Jackson on the Miami Dolphins more than anything. <laughs> yeah, but he better not run too much though, because you want to sustain him for a couple years, right? Yeah, you do, because yeah, yeah. you want your team to win the fucking Super Bowl. And I care about my Lamar own wins team. MVP, and he's like, "Yo, Lamar should run less. Like, we just one fucking MVP. All right, bro. All right." I feel like we should wrap. Yeah, well, I yeah. Want, I want, we're off now. We, we, well, we, yeah, we talked about this. Last question. I want to. Oh, I was not talking to my mic. I kind of want to go around and see what we think. We asked Sam that what team we think is going to take the jump. I want to hear what, what our take is too on like what team do we think is going to make that Bengals Jags jump? Hey, Jack, this season. You know what you should do. What you should listen to the Monday episode of Caps Off, uh, February twenty seventh, where we discussed it with Jim. Well, I did. Neither of us were here. Jack was sick. Myself. Myself. Right, I got the thoughts. Both of y'all should give your teams, yeah. but maybe if you want to save that last, what, what were you going to say? Um, we were debating this because it was on Sam's uh, Twitter account. But what's easier to justify? Picking the best quarterback in a class and not having it pan out or picking the best quarterback available in free agency and not having it pan out, a la Aaron Rodgers? What's better to justify? What, what can you easily really justify? <laughs> Jack, <laughs> okay, so Jack doesn't care. I would say you so could justify a draft pick because you don't know who yes, they are. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. I was about to say that. The draft pick. But like, like Zach yeah. Wilson. Everyone thought Zach Wilson was going to pan out. He doesn't pan out. That's like not it's fine. It's a bad Jets. draft pick. That's, yeah, yeah. It's a bad draft pick. It's just like. You took a swing. Which took other a swing team on were going to do it On a too. guy who like was obviously the best prospect to take for them. Like he. One of you know, so like if you take a swing I'd on Aaron Rodgers, more and easy you miss on that. Now like. it's super jetsy for for their top top draft pick uh, prospect to not pan out. Two but overall. 
But uh, yeah, I think the draft pick is. is Would it be more jetsy for Aaron Rodgers not to pan out if they got him? Yeah, it's, yeah. Be, be way more jetsy. jetsy. When that no, you want to talk <laughs> super jetsy? Is they wait for Aaron Rodgers? That doesn't work out. They try and get Derek Carr, but Derek Carr goes and signs <laughs> and you, with the Saints. No, no, yeah, they, 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 they get no one. They get no one. They're stuck. They have to start Zach Wilson again. You can still sign a Jimmy G. That's not a bad option. Yeah, but I'm saying Jimmy G goes somewhere else too. Oh, all those guys. Everyone goes elsewhere because they just waited for Aaron Rodgers. Jets are feeling pressed. Like fuck, fuck. The Jets are like the Knicks. Then they trade us. Sauce Gardner for Cooper Rush. The Jets are like the Knicks. <laughs> you take. always think they're going to get the best player. You know, Zion, KD, oh, Kyrie. Oh, there's all these, yeah. Never are the, is that going to happen. And if they do, Donovan the, Mitchell the right moment there. they put on that jersey, they're trash. Melo was good for a year. Oh, but Amari Stoudemire. Hey, Amari Stoudemire, no, he was an all-star on the Knicks. Fellow man of the tribe. Was he also there? He for a couple years. He was good. He was good. But the Knicks were nice. My guy Raymond Felton was nasty, though. Oh, legend. Yeah. <laughs> Raymond <laughs> Felton. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> JR. When JR was there. Uh, so, do, should we give our takes on that okay, since they yeah. were discussed yesterday? Yeah. But it's not on Spotify, All right, so, so we didn't yeah, listen yeah, to yeah. it. Yet. For Spotify. It is this yeah. morning now. This morning. <laughs> All right. Uh, wait, wait, what is it? We're All talking right. who? We're going to ask Jack and Emma this, and, and we could talk about it. But what's the one team that's going to make the jump? This year, similar to that of the Bengals two years ago, similar to that of the Jags this year, similar to that of the Eagles this year. So who's that one team you're looking what at? What did you guys say first? I'm curious. I so, heard you say. I, you don't got to have a huge explanation. No, I heard the question. I, don't want to hear, I want to hear what you said. Though. I said the Cleveland Browns. Okay. Yeah. And? Uh, I said the Bears. Ooh, I well, like the Bears. To, to also clarify what he said, I'm he Chicago said the Bears. The fuck up to them, he said yeah. he thinks the Bears in 2024, but I he wouldn't be shocked if they year. do it right. Yeah, I think 2024 is the Bears' year to really take that leap. But if they're able to get the proper help in free agency right now and adjust or, or and uh, hit the right pieces in, in the draft too, then I think you could get more immediate success than you think. I got to look at the teams. I, I got. Just, I, I, just I got what I've been thinking about for a little bit. It's the Houston Texans. Ooh, I think if you go out there and what? you get your guy like a Bryce Young or something at quarterback, you have some pieces coming around them that's decent. Their defense is, I'm telling you, is going to be fucking awesome this year. They had the an Nico underrated Rines. top 20 defense last year. They're going to add 20? more. <laughs> top 20? What are we? Yes, they were really, really good. There are 30 teams. 32, but uh, yeah, okay. it's not great. But Keep I'm saying. <laughs> still still no, bottom Hold on. Half. Still bottom half. Keep going. You have, you have like a top 15 to 20 defense okay. in football. I don't know. I don't know the fucking ranks off the top of my head. But you add D'Amico Ryans, who's the best defensive coordinator in football, to that. They're going to sign. There's like a couple of Niners free agents that are like very, very good players, I think, that are going to go there. They're going to have a – I guarantee you next year they will have a top 10 defense in football. I can see it. You're going to have – Mechie is going to come back for the Texans next year, which care. is a great added wide receiver. John the, Mechie was a beast at Alabama. Yeah, he never you have, you, have da- you have Damian Pierce, who's a very, very good running back. Yeah. And you're going to get your Bryce Young, who's a stud at quarterback. I think if you do all that, those things together, they could make a push for a wild card. Spot. I can see. I don't think it's as ridiculous as we think. Are you yeah, Adam's laughing out of his fucking ass. Because right the Houston now. Texans were the 30th ranked defense last year. What the fuck are you talking <laughs> oh, about? No. You think it's what? It you what? think D'Amico Ryan's just because he's a great 30, defensive coordinator with 49ers amazing pieces that he's going to come out and uh, just play yards. every position in, on defense? Are you talking it, yards? Because the, the offense was fucking horrible for the Texans last yeah, year. But it also kind of helps his point. Yards per game. Yes. But it also kind of helps Defense his point ranks. because the whole argument is who he thinks is going to take a lead. Last in rushing yards per game. Great. You're, again, I think just proving his point for Yeah, because they're going to improve who he thinks is going to improve. They were bottom. Now he thinks they're going to improve. I don't the question think wasn't make, about who's improving. The question is who's going to make the playoffs and potentially make a Super Bowl run. You did not say well, that. What do you mean? I said the Bengals. I said the Eagles and potentially of the Jets. I said I think the Texans could make the playoffs. 
that will make a jump similar to those teams. Yes, it's it's who's a jump. Improve. If you go from a the worst, you go from the worst team in football to potentially making the playoffs. That's that kind the of Bengals jump. were terrible. The Jags a couple also years didn't ago. make a Super Bowl a run this year. They yeah, they, they, they the won one playoff. The Jags game. were terrible a couple years ago. The Jags were terrible, but they had one of the best QB prospects saying. of the last ten. And Bryce Young could be that. Could Trevor Lawrence was. Not a could, it would. What, what, did, what did Sam just say? He said if he was 6'2". He's not 6'2". Jesus, fuck, shut up. Yeah, that was so... Said, why if, are you so angry if, right now? He's just not 6'2". Just because you don't agree prospect. with my opinion doesn't yes. mean you get so angry. I'm just trying to figure out why... Like, you're saying the Houston Texans, but the Houston Texans didn't have a good defense at all last year. They have so and many And now they have D'Amico Ryans. He's, who makes something out of nothing. The Niners had... Eight it's fucking not, starters not, 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 injured dude. last year on defense for a few games, and they still maintain being one of the best defenses in all of football. If you think D'Amico Ryans can't pick up the scraps and shit with the Texans and make them one of the top defenses in football, okay, you can go you're from crazy. thirty to fourteen. 15. I think I, top ten, Great. easy top ten defense next year. I don't think it's easy. At I mean, all. if there's seven play, if there's you said fourteen, seven playoff teams on each conference, fourteen makes the playoffs. So that's hey, good take. That's his point. <laughs> yeah, I think they can make the playoffs. Like, and if Bryce Young plays well and we can see those flashes of him being the guy, that's all that really matters. Yeah. Like, I right, think they're going to now. Give your take. I agree with Sam. I think the Jags could win, like, 13 games next season. Jesus I think Christ. they're going to take 13. a huge leap. They have – They're playing in a horrible division. Trevor Lawrence took – obviously – yeah. Yeah, the Texans are going to be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> the Texans, the Texans are going to be the second best team, bro. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence obviously took major Ow. leaps. Careful now. Why did that get so close? Uh, Trevor wow. Lawrence obviously took major leaps last season. He's going to take another, what is this, you're three now? He's well, Calvin Ridley. Years. Yeah, three. Calvin He's got Ridley. Calvin oh Ridley. God, people forget, bro. Christian Kirk, right? Yeah. Like, they're going to take a huge leap this season. I think they're going to win 12, 13 games and, and make a huge push in the playoffs. That, yeah, Just good. The second half of last season was such a momentum swing for them. And I think Trevor Lawrence is going to actually show up to be the well, guy think, that he's been projected to be. Mm, Jack also makes so a good point, which is their division. Their division sucks, besides the Texans, of course. That, that helps. helps. <laughs> no, if the, Colts, if the Colts go out and draft Anthony Richardson, uh, they're, they're, winning Super Bowl. Oh, they're winning the Super Bowl. I knew that was coming. Oh, the Titans man. do blow, though. I don't know if the Titans can save themselves. I like the Browns, dude. Yeah, I get that. I mean, Deshaun's fucking sick. We got into a whole yeah. debate with, like, uh, with, Gio, yeah, with Gio about it, because Gio thinks Deshaun Watson is absolutely, and I quote, Washed. Why? Washed. Because he couldn't learn an offense five? in five because, weeks. Well, yeah, but I played for two years. Yeah. He's 27 yeah. years old. He hasn't seen NFL defenses for years. Yeah, of course he's going to have some struggles when he comes back. I think the Browns are actually in a great position, though. Offensive line, good defense. Their defense was shit they, last year. What are you talking but about? But they have pieces. They have pieces. <laughs> I'll put that right <laughs> back on you. You want to bring up rankings? You want to bring up fucking rankings? Look up points per game allowed. They let up a Cleveland points. Fifth. They had. They gave Bid. up the. They were five. Five what? For what? Uh, least amount of passing yards per game. Okay. Why are you like switching the boundaries? With him, you're talking about rushing yards. Now you're talking about passing. What's the overall defense? I'm, I'm, I was. I had to click on it. <laughs> click Looks on like it. you're doing a lot of scrolling. He's well, like. I, I, it, he it's cherry a weird. picks the Oh look, he's scrolling down. No, no. no I, I, it's, I'm trying to show you that the, it's a weird interface hey here. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, Name ten, Tana's eleven, just twelve. This they were fourteen. So they were mid. Yeah, that's better you than just said the they Houston had a great Texas. defense. No, what I'm saying is the Cleveland Browns have pieces on defense. Started, they have a Denzel Ward. They have fifth. a Miles Garrett. Name one other defensive oh, player. That's two pieces at key positions. Who yeah. do the Houston Texans have? D'Amico Ryan's. 
Oh, right, I forgot. He plays linebacker, and he also yeah, plays corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian Cushing and JJ Watt. That's yeah. awesome. He's, he's, so he's a coach. Yeah. Can only do so much. You need pieces. Hey guys, we got to wrap it up though. We but, do need uh, to wrap thanks up. for listening to the Caps Off podcast. I think Jack and I are gonna go hash it out. Yeah, don't forget some. doesn't want these hands. Don't forget to follow our socials at Caps Off Pod on Instagram at Caps Off Podcast on TikTok. Bingo! Didn't forget that. Yeah, damn right. I fucked that one up. Um, I guess that's it. Subscribe to our YouTube. Join our Discord. Links in bio. Go to thegameday.com for betting needs. And stuff. Yo, shout out the listeners, man. And also yeah. shout out to Sam again. And shout out Sam. Shout out to Sam. Great guest, bro. All right. We'll see you next time. See Peace. ya. Bye. Bye.